Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Kissy Christmas, Ruru. From your inner saboteur. Or a poorly made unauthorized ornament from Wish. Wish. Um, uh, we've got all the wish dish for you today, my love. Wish dish, bitch. We got Queen <laughs> of the Universe coming soon. Yes, the Christmas Queens tour. The dolls are dolling. And we got a tip spot from celebrated author and uh, no drag knowledge expert, Connor Franta. And Drag Race UK 3 chats about episode 8. It's heating up. Ooh, drug three. And some retractions and corrections in the DMs, mostly for my flagrancy mouth. Well. Diva, get ready to spill this absolutely boiling hot liquid steaming scalding dish. It's, it's hot, hot God. Forever. <laughs> could I have a dash of could I have a dash of nutmeg it is the season oh, like oh honey it brings out the flavor of the greens a little dash Green of cinnamon beans, makes it special <laughs> uh, excuse me uh, nutmegan nutmegan <laughs> nutmegan Paige Brooks nutmegan can you please come here with the nut- <laughs> oh it's we want to welcome <laughs> We want to welcome you back for another steaming, steaming, scalding, serving of hot gods. God. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip, and politics, and take a deep dive deep into dive. the DMs. So Ooh. let's go ahead. Let's get into some hot gods. That's hot goss. Honey, tis the season. Tis the season for seasonal, um, seasonal uh, ornaments, chic scents, and lots oh, yeah. of things. We're talking about the RuPaul Christmas ornament. Have you all seen it? Well, there's like the really pretty one, and then there's like the bootleg one. But I kind of want the bootleg one. Have you seen this? Oh, Trixie said... The bootleg one is great. Trixie, I saw it because I follow Trixie, and she tweeted, I'm, I just bought 10 of these, of these bootleg RuPaul's that it, it, she, this, this RuPaul ornament has a cherry peck eyebrow where one is in the middle of the forehead, and then it's got Jennifer <laughs> Holiday mouth where she's talking out the side, but her mouth is nowhere in the right moose spot near jaw. her nose. It's very moose, moose jaw pad, Miss Moose Jaw. Um, she's got a, con, a contour, which is more of a, confused than contour um it's it's it's, it's very cute. funny the it's more great. i look at it the more like charming i think it this is. is not the matthew rupaul <laughs> this is the project runway rupaul yeah. <laughs> ornament. and then there's an actual rupaul's drag race authorized ornament which is this gold gilded it looks Glamazon. like amazon mm-hmm. gorgeous the, Gorgeous. And RuPaul tweeted, authorized versus bootleg. Hashtag pussy ho could never. Hashtag she is not the one of them. She is not the one. She, she is not one of them. I live. I, I love live this. Too. And I is it still for sale? I mean, it for sure must be sold out by this point. It's, I hope. It's very um foul. I love this bootleg one. It's adorable. Yeah. 
RuPaul's already appropriating it for her own use, um, as she should. It's her image, supposedly. But um, there's a meme of RuPaul saying, I don't want to see any more H&M that face, but with the ornaments face instead of her face. And it says, I don't want to see any fucking unauthorized crap. Honey, I love it. I was in a bookstore in England, and there were there were more pictures of unauthorized pictures of Bianca than RuPaul, and I sent a copy of that to Bianca, like a picture. And there's just so many things out there where people want to use our images, and I'm, yeah. you know, I don't complain. I'm just happy someone's using it. Um, I'm not very litigious either, but um, some of the girls get mad. Oh, you used my picture in a coloring book? I'm done. <laughs> You'll be hearing from my attorney. Well, didn't you get mad at somebody, though? I got mad at I got mad at the playing cards one because they rated us on the back and they mm. said my looks were a three, I think, out of ten. And I was mad because it was it used Greg Bailey's like photos as illustrations or something. And he's the first oh. photographer I worked with for free from Drag Race. Yeah. And then he went on to work with all the girls. And I just really felt that was a slap in the face. Like use my picture, make fun of me, whatever, but don't quantify my looks, my talent, my charisma, and my whatever else. Like, Dance do 10 looks three. Looks three. Yeah. And I'm still on fun employment. <laughs> um, I definitely want a whole tree of these RuPaul ornaments. Honey, cover the tree. Underneath the tree. My favorite tweet was the one that said, finally cited RuPaul's inner saboteur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl. Does she have word. one? I thought, I thought she's passed all that after the master class. She must have learned to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but oh she is branching out her universe is expanding ever more and there's a new show called queen of the universe which is queen of the uh, universe. Purported, purportedly the first drag queen um singing competition on television which i guess they missed my episode of the Ricky lake show in 2002 <laughs> drag queen american idol <laughs> here's the thing my drag queen friend can't sing uh, it has to be a rhyming title. No, that was uh, not. Listen here, Miss Thing. <laughs> you look great drag in drag, but can you sing. can't sing. Right. No, it wasn't that. LaWanda, LaWanda Jackson was on it. She won. I was also uh, on what it. Did you, what number did you do? I think I did Anastasia One Day in Your Life and one Joey Arias. Yeah. And Joey Arias and Anastasia, uh, not Anastasia, Amber was there. Do you remember Amber? Of course. Sexual Lita D. She was there. She's like six foot something. She's beautiful. Um, oh and they said I look like um, a, the T word Annie Oakley because I had a Girl Scouts <sighs> uniform and denim. And I was like, oh, really? And then they voted me out. All the other girls had the chance to vote out one girl they just didn't like before the actual competition started. Oh my and God. it was me. <laughs> Well, wow. Well, I I wonder cut. if they'll be playing by those rules on Queen of the Universe, which is a new show coming to Paramount Plus December second. A singing blues, uh, a singing competition judged by Michelle Visage, Vanessa Williams, Trixie Mattel, Leona Lewis, and Graham Norton. And we well, there's some familiar faces in the. Uh, in the lineup of queens singing and competing. How exciting. Yeah, we know Ada, Ada Vox. We do. Um, we love. From San Antonio. She was on American Idol. She's worn my hair a couple times. She's an amazing singer. She plays saxophone, too. Very musical. Um, Juju B is on it. Can you believe? She is an amazing singer. She is. She can carry a tune. Um, we have Laria B. Cassidine. Did you say her already? Mm-mm. Aria B. Cassidine. Uh, Betty Bitch Slap. Betty Do you know Bitch Aria? Um, yeah, from, from Atlanta, Georgia. She is, she's continental royalty. Mm. Uh, Cheyenne Valentino from Chicago. Yes. Ginzilla from Sydney. Uh, Grag Queens mm-hmm. from Brazil. Okay, I don't know her yet, but I'm interested in learning more. Leona Winter from Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh Matante uh, yeah, Maybe, I've known about Lavoie for a while. Okay. She's um, an England queen. She does the gigs. Mata- Matante Alex. Nova Czar. Mm, mm-hmm. Ronnie Coheener. Regina Vosse. And uh, Woo Woo. 
<laughs> That's a good ass drag name. That is the best drag name I think I've ever heard. Woo woo, woo woo, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's bitch. God damn, that is a good drag name. It is pretty good. Um, Even babies can say it. Woo-woo. You, I mean, woo woo. <laughs> uh-huh. Woo woo. That is a good ass drag name. Uh, will we be covering the Sunrise Chaser? Um, I mean, uh, I think we. Sh- I don't know how we can not talk about drag. Yeah, we'll that's happening in the world it. on such a national level, especially since Paramount Plus won't let me cancel my fucking <laughs> subscription. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> well, now you've got something to watch on. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm confused because they there's. Many drag queens out there who are also great singers, and I didn't see an open call posted for this. What? So it was hand picked. It was hand casted. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe next year they'll do like a "You're nothing. going to Hollywood," you know, like a big group. Yeah, audition. I would have loved to have seen the auditions and stuff before these twelve, like a casting call. For sure. Yeah. Just making these drag queens do happy birthday. Which is a number Jujube does at shows. <laughs> and counts as a number. Okay. <laughs> it's happened. For my second number, I'll be doing happy birthday. Do we have any birthdays in the audience? Uh, Perfect. So uh, We will be watching and talking about it? We'll, we'll definitely be we'll watching. Be and about, we'll be okay. definitely talking about it. It remains Great. to be seen how, how much we're talking about it. If it'll be a segment. If it will get its own yeah. show. Uh, if if the chop will also review uh, <laughs> Queen of the Universe, we'll we'll be talking about season seven point two. I mean, where's where's Tina Burner? That's what that's all I'm wondering. Where where's where's Jan? Where's Laguna? Where's Jan? Where where are the girls that we where's know Laguna? as singers from Drag Race? Where's Adore? Where? Like the singers? Like what? Where are the singers? You know, well, I have a feeling these girls are all going to be amazing singers. I, I mean, where's let's... Conchita? Why isn't she a judge? Like, what the fuck does Leona Lewis know about drag? Where oh, is Conchita as a judge? But she Leona... won fucking Eurovision. Leona Lewis has uh, knows a lot about singing and the singing industry. Uh, so you know, I mean, this I'm, is going to be. I don't an... care. <laughs> I want drag queens judging drag queens. I don't want straight people. Profiting off of drag queens and telling us what to do, and oh, frady old white lady decide to she wants to talk about something. You know that's Vita Boheme, not Leona Lewis, but still, you know I want drag queens in drag queen positions of power. Vanessa Williams, great, happy for her, love her, but why don't we have like someone like you know Vanity or um, well, Trixie like Mattel Peaches is on Price. the judging panel, which is a big deal. Yeah, she's one out of five people that's toplining the show. And it's a show about drag queens, and only one drag queen is in a position of power. I see that yeah. as kind of like a, a a stunt, you know. This is a stunt. Let's see how it goes. Let's talk about it and stuff. But, like, I'm not going to just sit here and say, oh, yeah, we're so happy there's drag programming, when only one out of five people, literally 20% of the headlining names are not drag queens or, you know, drag-orientated. Graham Norton, he's gay. Has he done drag? I'm sure he has, but it's, it's, it irks me a little bit. That's all. I'm still going to well, watch it. I need something to complain about. I can't wait to see how this show turns out, and we will definitely be watching. Um, uh, Murphy and Peepers are doing got a, a promo holiday. Picture. Yeah, Murphy and Peepers are doing a holiday, sh- holiday show tour. You're going to be part of that, aren't you? I am. I'm on the last 12 dates. I think I start in Oklahoma oh. and work my way all, through, all the way through Savannah. There's lots of great you, girls on it. Um, do you know what you're going to perform? Yeah, I have... Um, I have, Christmas is my favorite time of year because I have like some great Christmas songs. I have Ho 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 Ho. Um, I have Christmas uh-huh. Sweater with y'all. I have Bring Me a Man with y'all. I have the DWB Christmas song, which is great. Um... I, I have a couple ideas, definitely. I'll a be few in, things in your in the bag. A few things up my wizard sleeve. Yeah. Which I also call my anus. 
Um, so Shay is doing the Where's My Background Singers, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> no, next card, baby, next card. Which is also something that Jinx is doing in, um, Jinx is doing a, a cue card number in her holiday show with Dela too. And it's so funny. I saw that um, in, where am I? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I saw it in Edinburgh. Obsessed. I think oh, it's Edinburgh. I I, is it Edinburgh? No. But there's not enough letters for borough. I know how to spell borough. And this is Berg, like Pittsburgh. Yeah, but you know how those people talk over there. Uh uh-uh. uh no 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 just because they say it wrong just say because they, they say their town's name wrong doesn't mean I have to honey okay okay but um Jinx and Dela's uh, Christmas show is amazing check it out it's gonna start touring the U S soon if you're over there but it's in the U K right now and it's so funny yes absolutely um, are you doing a show too. Yes, we have opened uh, Head Over Heels at the Pasadena Playhouse officially. Very exciting. Did you have fun? Um, I had so much fun. Um, you should come see it when you're when you're back. Is that possible? I, I definitely will. I'm coming. Okay. Um, I love your cloud gown, your opening night gown. Oh, thank you so much. Gowns, gowns, um, gowns. I appreciate. Are you wearing a bus driver in the show? Uh, no. Why do you ask? I thought you had a short red, short red wig on. It's not short. It's an updo. Up, up do. do. Oh. Um. Yeah. It's oh. it's a really beautiful unit. I don't know if you can. You obviously can't tell from whatever pictures you've seen, but <laughs> the beauty um, can't be captured. Obviously, she's not a captive beauty. Um. The reviews are in. The reviews. Did you write them? The, well, one of the reviews said that uh, one of the reviews was really cunty. Like theater reviewers are so rude and shady and mm-hmm. and, and horrible. One of the reviews said um, that I was a drag queen. Um, so, like, I brought drag, draggy drag. I don't know the exact wording, but it was like she brought her like drag thing to it. I'm like, okay, yes. And the other one said I had Joan Crawford like uh, archness, which I love. And that was just about my eyebrows. So that's great. I read one review about Death Drop on tour, and it's the only one that I read. And scrolling, scrolling, talk about vinegar, talk about all the funny things, the drag kings killing it, uh, Georgia Frost and Richard Energy. And then it says, the American queens were the weakest of the bunch. And I was like, oh, why did I I want to start to read this? Not just the American queens. The American queens are the weakest of the bunch. I was like, I'm not going to read anymore. We got one more city. We're in Birmingham if you want to come see it. But until then, we're going to take a break. Okay, but why don't we listen to this Rainbow Spotlight? This is a song by Victoria Williams featuring Honey Davenport. Hello, Honey Davenport, friend of the pod. And this is called Blacknificent. Ooh, ooh, exquisite queen, you're heard and seen and live in color on the street, back up the groove. Ooh, ooh, let them see black history. show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/slash/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. my gosh get the mop um something spilled get the, the mop. ceiling the ceiling is leaking again in the guest dressing room we've been room. using the production wigs oh my gosh you know we we've been doing these tip spots for years um here at tentacles uh tentacles fort lauderdale we have been doing these tip spots for years never once has it has a girl wanted to do a book reading on stage it is it is 12:45 by the time she goes on stage. She wants. She wants to bring the show to. She wants to do a book reading on stage. I said fine. I said fine. Just do it. I said some girls choose looks. Some girls choose books. <laughs> we are so excited for our tip spot today. Uh, mm-hmm. You YouTube Maven literary icon scribe. <laughs> Scribe. 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 Uh, Renaissance person. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Connor Franta. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A maven. I love it. A maven. A maven. Now, yeah. we want to set the stage for everybody. Um, Painted by maven. In, <laughs> we're in full drag right now, of course. Yeah. Uh, Alaska and I pulled up on coordinating jet skis. We're the Franta girls. Um, we have bubbly sodas. I'm I'm grape. You are boysenberry Franta, I'm sure. And I'm not sure what flavor Connor is. Poisonberry. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably some generic orange Fanta or something. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm, just, I love it. Yeah, just hanging in there barely. You are. Uh, you are okay. What? Why don't we start? Why don't we start for my mom because my mom listens to this podcast. Okay. Mine Hi, probably mom. will too. Okay, great. Hi, Pam. Tell my mom um, who you are and um, about your trajectory and uh, how you got to where you are right now. Fully. Yeah. It's What's a, it's your a... hourly? Do you do oral, just anal? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, mom. I'm Jesus. a lady of the night. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry to mind too. I uh, yeah. So for all the all the parents and adults out there, I am what is called a YouTuber. Oh. I started making YouTube videos <laughs> on YouTube.com, uh, which is a website for video hosting. I've heard of that. Is that like Facebook? Is, well, like we, we don't wire? like to we don't like to associate with the Zuck, but. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I uploaded, I started uploading YouTube videos like a decade ago before it was cool. I still don't really know if it's necessarily cool now. And I'm still kind of sticking with it and have branched out and have written three books in the meantime. Uh, I own a record label and uh, also do photography as well. So who knew? Just a few things. Who knew? Baby, you're an orchard. You got trees. This is your, you're on your third book. You have 8 million Twitter followers. I didn't even know there were 8 million people on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> uh, five million YouTube f- followers, bitch. We need to do a collaboration. I'm gonna sign off of this call and watch your videos, and then I'm gonna ask you to do a collab because I need to hit my million, baby. Let's I need do it. it. I want it. What did it feel like when you got that plaque? That must have been like years ago for you at this point. Oh, I know. I remember it was so, it felt so great. I was like, oh my God, all this work. And I get a little like gold plaque. It was awesome. It was, it was really great. It took a long time though. I want to <laughs> wear mine as a necklace. Oh my god. It's heavy, FYI. It's really heavy. Hardware. Yeah. Heavy as the head. Yeah. <laughs> heavy as the neck. Be breaking. Um so okay, so you start is so it, how tell us about the jump from YouTube to a book because I mean to I is that a it, it, do people who are who watch YouTube videos read books too? I mean, I guess yes. I, I was they too. I was a little bit of an experiment because I was one of the first people online, like YouTubers, I guess that that wrote a book, and like then the book industry kind of came over and like took everyone from online. It was like you should write a book. You should write a book. You can you can write a book. So I was one of the first ones. So they didn't know at the time if it was going to sell or if people were going to care. But it did right. really, really well. And then the next one did really well. So I just kept going and made it a part of the repertoire. <laughs> Well, I mean, thank you. you. You must have written like outlines in your own YouTube videos and all that stuff. So just putting that in a longer form and then slapping a Dewey Decimal on it, honey, that's the way it, to go. Exactly. And it's much, I mean, everything's so immediate nowadays that like taking time to really work on something, really digest um, a piece of a, something that you're trying to create in general is just so rare. So to to be given that opportunity to work on something for more than, you know, a day, 24 hours, work on it for years is really, it's really nice. It's really refreshing. Uh, um, my co-host here is also an authoress. Her well, so is my is co-host. Right <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know you were going to say that. Oh. Um, we're all just book bookers. We book. We're book so, book club. bookers. Book. We got um, bookish good looks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is what is this next book about? Was it um, love, loss, what you wore, girl on the train? <laughs> oh, it's just a little scribble. Girl on a train. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's actually a confession to murder. And so it's called House Fires because I committed a bunch of arson. <laughs> really? I used to do that, too. Oh, what? <laughs> God. In a different life. Yeah, but it was always, like, in clearings in woods where I knew it couldn't spread. But one time it almost did, and I lost a shoe because I was, like, stamping it out. I really thought it was going to spread. But well, so you're in a fire, too? Nine one one. No, so I, I I kind of used it as a metaphorical sense. I write a lot of poetry, so I kind of uh, saw a lot of the more difficult things I've gone through in the last five years to be like little versions of house fires, kind of burning yourself down and building yourself up into a new house and burning yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book deals with a lot of heavy topics. It talks about uh, depression, anxiety, kind of like a detachment from reality that we find ourselves in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's pretty heavy, but sounds uh, fun. Do you watch yeah. Drag Race? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. What's your favorite color? <laughs> I do, of course. I've do seen you like every wigs? Episode. We do. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, great. I um, think that's I think that's important though to talk about too. the hard stuff, which is like I I found writing my book to to make it completely about me for a second. Um no, when I was writing my book, I found it like a really long like therapy session. Did you feel like that with House Fires? Definitely. Yeah, I felt like I could dissect myself um by really like 
allowing myself to be vulnerable. And if, if, you know, if I ended up writing about something I didn't want the world to know, I just wouldn't put it out. But I still always felt like I had a greater understanding of who I was as a person after taking the time to put the words on the page. Definitely. Um, but do you watch Drag Race or? Of course. Of course. Are you <laughs> but... kidding me? Are you kidding Who's your favorites? Ooh, gosh, that's tough. I mean, obviously. You're on Zoom with them. I know. Yeah. I was like, well, Who's aside right from there? my two favorites on the Zoom call, <laughs> which is it, which is, which is true. I do love you both a lot. Um, but like in terms of you guys are doing season seven for this current, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Katya girl for sure. Love a Katya. Yeah. Um, I also do love an artsy queen. So like a Sasha Velour. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this season in general, like I love a Jasmine Masters too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's yeah. She's amazing. Gold. She's yeah. outstanding. Pants. Yeah. Are you now, watching Drag Race Canada at all? Right. I'm watching UK at the moment. I need oh. to get into to Canada. Canada's Who do you great. think is going to take the crown in UK? I don't know. I feel like it's getting down to the point where I'm like, I it, some people are falling off and some people are moving ahead. So I don't, I have actually no idea what they're going to to do. There's four what, left. I'm, yep. I'm Kitty or Vanity. There's yep. Elle of a Day. And then there's also Crystal Versace. They're going to save Crystal for all stars. I know of, it. She's too young. Course. Wait till wait two years. Wait till she sees what or queen of the whole wide world. Who knows if she could sing or something? I feel um, like Kitty might think, pull through. Yeah, crown Kitty already. That's yeah. that's yeah. my that I know. I don't. I'm I'm not supposed to weigh in so directly, but it it looks like it's leaning that way, and she's proven herself to be like really all around, and yeah. I just really like her. I do too. Have you have you ever done drag, Connor? I haven't. I, and I You'd really, make a really perfect like never? judge. No. Never. <laughs> oh my. I mean, I'm tucked right now, but oh, well, <laughs> that's just for personal reasons. So you've never done drag. I know. I've never you've, done drag. You've I'm never too. put on a wig. Oh, I mean, the, I put itchi- on a wig. the itching the itch is normal. Comes after. The itching is normal. <laughs> you've no, ne- I put on a wig, but I've never done like the full get up. And I've you never should, been painted. You should let us get you in drag and for YouTube or something. You want to come I'd over? I'd love that. I'd love we'll that. you up in the gigs? Always. Steal some of your followers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Have them. Yeah. They're yours. Thank Fine. you. I'll oh. do the hair. Wait, no. You do the Wait, hair. Wait, what, bitch? You do you the hair. You can do the hair, but I'll you'll do, do it with one of my wigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do the makeups. You do the hairs. Yeah. You got definitely. the units. Mm-hmm. I do have my drag name. I guess I don't know 100% if it's taken, but I it? have Robin Banks. Um, oh, no one's ever been that. <laughs> no, it's a good... I, I like that but. name. <laughs> Listen. Maybe Anita Man or something like that. Oh, that sounds okay. untaken also. Come on. Um, Robin Banks is taken. It's taken by one of the no. people on on Drag Race who was a makeover person, I'm pretty sure. Like one really? of those Robin Mansions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean. Okay, so back to the drawing board. Um, well, no. I, th- I like that name because it is a real name. It's a real first name and a real last name. And, um, and, and it's also a pun name. The reason you know? I chose Robin is because I love Rihanna and I wanted to pay homage to my queen. Oh, we love Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, well, Rihanna's we're going to get you in drag sometime. Robin? Yeah, yeah. Her first name is. Oh, cool. I didn't know. I just, <laughs> thank it's you not, it's for okay. teaching you weren't, you weren't me. in a video with her we get it Connor you There's have death. taught me so much on this short segment you have taught me about house fires you've taught me about YouTube and you've taught me Rihanna's first name <laughs> some say I'm a giver some say I'm a taker you know whatever <laughs> on that you're gonna note, need lube for both either one thank but you where thank can we you find for your book us. <laughs> yeah, let us know what's Are you up. doing any book tour parties, book stops? Uh, so just did my book tour, just finished that. But you can find my book anywhere books are sold. You can get it on in Target, Amazon, books, uh, Barnes & Noble, etc. ConnorFrantaBooks.com. Amazing. Books yeah, books, books, books a million, books a hundred, <laughs> books a thousand. <laughs> um, I really think that we could somehow work Franta into this drag name. Mm. Somehow. Like... Like backwards, what is it? At at Narf? No, that's bad. <laughs> at Narf. 
at narf like my game of thrones name (laughs) at narf at at narf Narf at large um yeah we'll think of it when we get you up in in the gigs and um we'll figure it out fantastic yeah little miss fantastic yep there's a little there's a few puns in there like that it's not as cute though we need something cute yeah well well stick with robin banks until then yeah, mm-hmm. it's a once placeholder. You, once you have the hair on, it'll it'll all be different, and it'll come to you that way. The, right. The wigs the wigs speak to you in a, in, a, <laughs> in a way that you wouldn't know until you were a woman. The whispers in the unit. The whispers, whispers in, in every follicle. <laughs> every follicle. Mm-hmm. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for... for coming and being our tip spot. We appreciate it. Um, no worries. We have some drink tickets for you. Uh, they're good for a well or. Uh, yeah. canned beer but not beer the and wine beer and wine the anymore. wine is also canned mm-hmm. <laughs> beer and wine only mm-hmm. it's only a PBR and, it's and a Pinot Grigio mm-hmm. <laughs> and just put a napkin over your glass while you're on stage because some of the girls get a little fishy back here <laughs> oh my god noted noted good tips mm-hmm. thank you so much um, thank you for being everybody here, get Connor. Connor's new book is called House Fires. Mm-hmm. You can look it up. You can find it everywhere. Books, books, books. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Hello, love. Hello, love. Would you you fancy a spot of Drag Race UK chat, darling? Uh, One lump or two. Clotted cream. I would like clotted cream. Your gaff smells like two lumps and clotted cream. (laughs) I I Uh, can see two lumps. And I can see that your silicone is clotted. (laughs) Oh, Three. <laughs> Never mind. Um, we are here to talk about Druck Three. A one, Drug you a, two, a, two, a three, a three. Yes. Uh, basically, the English language is based on the Tootsie Pop Owl. Well, um, the the American queens are the weakest. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Um, this week on Drag Race UK Series Three was yes. the episode Bra Wars. Honey, and, it's getting um, good. I'm sorry, but it's getting good. What an amazing final four. They really are letting Vanity sing for her supper each week. She is killing yes. these lip syncs. Yeah. Um, last week was the Fugly Beauty Pageant. Two looks, limited times to get ready. Um, Scarlet Harlot hit the house, and Kitty got her first badge and a sash. Yes. Um, she did that. And it is the final four, my loves. And mm-hmm. Vanity wants to know if the other queens are scared to lip sync against her. Um, the the Maxine challenge this week is to act uh, in a super campy, low budget sci fi movie called Bra Wars. The Vampire claps, claps back, which is sort of like Drag Queens in Space from season three. We love the campy, over the top. Dra- I mean, Drag Queens in Space. We love it. It's like it's my whole yeah. my whole world. I live there. There was that one Drag Queens in Space movie made in like the 60s or 70s that like I think the Doris Fish. Um is no it was like is it Drag Queens? It was like three of them and it was very um what the San Fran girls what are their names the, not the Trocaderos the Drag Queen San Francisco not the fairies. The sisters of perpetual indulgence. No, oh. no, the older ones. They have a whole book Eclina? about Eclina. No, Spinderellums. Um, something. What's their name? Fuck! How did I forget? Well, the cro- right, in- Cockettes? 
cockettes. Yeah. Oh. It, there's a drag queen in space movie that some of the cockettes are in that's like very cool like this. Calpurnia showed it to me once. It's fucking out there and terrible, but great. Um, yeah. And this challenge is very that. We have Bra Barella, Baby Yolo, She3PO, and then Daft Shader. Um, yes. My favorite it's... part of the episode, though, and this is r- what really turned it for me in in Kitty's favor, was that Kitty entertained this whole uh, casting agency in the workroom and said, I'm in charge of assigning the roles. I'm taking Bra Barella, which obviously, Kitty Scott Claus, that's her role. The rest of them, she said, "Do do re- read it for me. Mm-hmm. I loved that um, bit. And she was so yeah. funny. Like She take, had these girls doing self-tapes. Yes. Taking a moment that is essentially nothing and making it the most entertaining part of the episode, that is like that is a, a very special power that Kitty has. And that's why I think she should yeah. win. And I also think that Kitty is the only one that brought the hair for Bra Barella. Like these girls that are left, <laughs> their you don't think hair it was provided? Is, even if it was, she's the only one that could pull off hair like that. Like, Ella wouldn't know what to do with that hair. She, Barbarella was made for her. Um, it really was. And Van, uh, Vanity is playing Baby Yolo, which, you know, I mean, Tyra Sanchez did great with a baby in a, in a baby role in a, in a thing. She won, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Eureka did good as a baby. She won. Right. Baby, baby. baby. Michelle, she 3PO, um, and then Ella Vade is Daft Shader, which for some reason, why did they put, okay, this, this is not how real filmmaking works. Any, anyone out there (gasps) watching that who hasn't been on a set, they put Ella Vade across the room on a green screen in a different setup than all the other girls. And then they were like, okay, now interact with each other. Like, so shout your lines really loud across the room. So she could, no, you would just be fed your lines while standing on the green screen. Yeah. They wanted to make it difficult and stupid and, it they needed stacked. something to do at this point because all these girls are pretty adept at what they do. So I don't yes. think that um, I don't think that they were going to have anything bad come of it. And all their performances were great. There were no major fuck ups. So they had to do something to try to throw a wrench in it. But they speaking did. of wrenches, I've been watching the internet and I saw Kitty Scott Claus talk out her mouth a little bit and tell the truth. And there's nothing more than I love about that. Talking about um, how the food on mm-hmm. set was so bad. Um, and that there were, uh, there were, what was the other thing she said? She said the food was bad and that whole dirty rice joke was bad because one time, like they just gave them rice and the rice, they were like, what is this? And like dirty rice, they just gave them rice or something. Um, and there was something else that was really bad that I forget that she said that was great. Um, Damn it. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. Kitty's there. Bag of Chips is there throwing in her three cents. Um, it's funny. And we love a girl that tells the truth that isn't afraid of the the Fempire. Um, and well, the Fempire least, does clap back. At least wait till you have the crown until you start talking about how <laughs> shitty the food was. That's my advice. I mean, some girls don't need crowns. Um, They just need crayons. Well, how about RuPaul in this silver and gold uh, kind of armor, kind of one-sleeved kind of... What do you think? It's giving me Gladiator out of fitting. Like, the sleeve Mm -hmm. with the gold on it, the fact that there's a silver strap underneath it coming out of it, it's just giving me, like, we'll just drape the sleeve on a pre-made body. It's not not her best look. I don't like webbed toes. Like, it's not hard to cut a toe out and then put some tape in between the pantyhose in between your big toe and your fourth toe. I'm, I'm not mad at key? it. I j- what? Is that the key to having That's toes? how I used to do it when I would wear tights and I needed my toes out. Okay. I just don't. I'm not. A, I'm, I love everything from the neck up on this. But, like, the bodice, the boob is, like, kind of collapsed on one side. I'm not, I'm not a fan of how everything is laying on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she only had 10 days to do the season, so, I mean... (laughs) Oh, I heard she did all of her shots in the first day. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then she got COVID, so she was out until the last two days. <laughs> oh my God. So they just shot it in the wide and Raven sat in, but you couldn't notice because they were the same foundation. What did you think of these final girls' looks for the scene stealers uh, right. runway challenge? It was just based was... on classic scene stealers from movies. I love this challenge. I love this runway theme. I I always want to ask you what you would do because you're so creative. Do you know, did you have a thought as to who you would have done as a scene stealer? Would For you have done scenes? yourself? <laughs> no, I don't think I I've would have. Movies, um, deal but with it. I mean, no, I wouldn't do myself. I'd do Shangela. Oh. Because she was a scene stealer in Star is Born. I mean, she got to go to the Hell Oscars. Yeah. Everybody loved her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say Shangela. I'd be Shangela. Who would you be? Um, I don't. I don't know. I haven't thought of it. I don't know. Maybe like Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct. Oh, um, you want to wear a Merkin. Right. And then have something okay. humorous come out of my pussy. I don't know. Um, But these scene stealer looks. Always favorite. Everybody looked fucking great. Um, Vanity Milan was doing BAPS, um, which is a great reference. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Natalie Dazal. Yes, they were. They had umbrage with the fact that she was wearing orange again. But you know what? T- take the take the thing and make it your thing. And now from from now, her color is going to be orange for the rest of her career. And I support that. And so Halle Berry wore orange in this in this look. So it's, right, it's like not her fault that she's worn orange a few yeah. times. Ella Vade is also in orange as an Oompa Loompa, which um beautifully done. Be- yeah. Um yes. The sort of cage mechanism around her, I think adds a level of visual interest that it would have without that it would have just been it would have been pretty simple, you know, gloves, boots and bodysuit, but she added this sort of white cage thing. And the hair and the skin, yeah. it, it all looks really great. It's just really really well done, but yeah. Yeah. But um, what? It's it's just it's not give Here's the thing about Drag Race UK. Hell of a day, hell of a performer, very talented. Hell of a performer? That. Yeah, very that. <laughs> Can't deny it, but I want some, and this goes back to the the drag queen thing, the representation. I want someone to win a drag queen show who's been a fucking drag queen for a while. I want someone who's had to sing for drink tickets and suck dicks they don't want to for a good lineup. And like, you know, um, buy Coke and then find out it's Crystal and then screw up her number. Like, I want drag queens. Not these Are girls that have been doing drag two years with an Amazon password. Are you suggesting that Ella hasn't been doing drag a long time? I don't know yes, her. Yes, I am. You know. oh, okay. She is. She's new. She's she's definitely under two years of drag. And okay. like, I, I would love girls that can do their own hair, that can make their own outfits. Mm. Like a lot of these girls now, and I've seen a lot of a lot of the posts and everything, and other drag queens have chimed in on this too, like uh hair by this body by this outfit by this pads by this earrings by this it's like well what did you do like i want i want an epi- i want a season of drag race where the girls do their own stuff and make their own stuff okay no, i would I, really I, i'd really appreciate that and i that i love everything ella's been doing but like i can't get in her bandwagon fully because like i just know that you know someone else is doing it okay she's she and she's and employing all the skills that she has and killing it on the stage and stuff. But like someone's putting her up in it, you know, you should be able to get up in it yourself and make your own looks and do your own stuff. I think as a drag queen, you can, I can. Well, someone puts RuPaul up in it and she hosts the damn show. Yeah. But RuPaul used to do it herself and she's got, you know, we, we're not allowed to talk about her that way because thank God, you know, for her and God forbid, we're not gracious every single second of the day for RuPaul. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that about her. Well, you know what I was gracious for? Kitty's got claws runway as Rose, uh, Rose Dawson, uh, on the Titanic. Mm -hmm. She even brought the necklace, this hat, honey, like this hat, the The fact that it has like clear, like the see-through panels on it. Like it's just so well executed. The body is right. 
the fabric is right. Um, <laughs> the buttons are covered. I'm Beautiful. here for it. She looks great. And details, humor, great. Um, yes, Christopher Versace giving a, this a, a 101 Dalmatian tribute, Terry Mugler yeah, moment. Like an it's elevated, beautiful. elevated Cruella de Vil moment. Yeah, Girl, she's always like going to, she's always going to give it to you on the runway. She never does that. It's Erte and like black and white and graphic and the hair is perfect. Beautiful. I, I just love what she's doing. And I came into it a doubter because she was 19 and skinny and she made body shaming jokes, which I laughed at, but wasn't supposed to like, but right. you know, I'm, she's great. So yeah. Good for her. She um, is. And what a great final four. And apparently RuPaul agrees because RuPaul does a good old bait and switch. Uh, mm-hmm. And she tells Vanity and Crystal they are safe. Ella and Kitty are shocked, gagged. And then she says, you're going to lip sync for the win because you're the top queens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 So. Oh, the lip sync twist, song. eh? Honey, come they on, twist. season UK three. Let's get drunkening. They got a twist, and they got some zest in there. I think. Yeah, it was. It was. I did not see that coming. The lip sync song is by Girls Aloud, which is a band that's famous in the UK, and it's called Something New. It's probably new to most of your ears if you don't live in Britain. Um, and they both win, and nobody goes home. Shock. And isn't Kitty Scott Claus in a Girls Aloud like tribute group? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Um, which is uh, which is fabulous. Uh, and you know what? They both get Rupeter badges, and why not? Because at this point in the game, they've been throwing out Rupeter badges like like one of those bowls of candy on Halloween where they just leave a note and they say, "Just take one." Like when you don't feel like answering the door. Mm-hmm. The Rupeter badges have been very like, oh, you were on a team. The team did good. You all give it here. Just here. Take a few. Take a handful. Which is fun because yeah. then there's no like n- numerological thing to say, well, this queen should win and this queen shouldn't. No, it's going to come down to the end and we're going to see who's going to take it. Well, I think fun is subjective, but sure. Well, I'm having a good time watching this season, and I can't wait to see how this turns out. So why don't we go ahead? I'm about to have a good time in the next segment. Okay. It's a break. You scrolled down, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, Well, why don't we take a break, and we'll find out what's on the outline below. You know, this is a national park, so they want you to take off your high heels before you go in the cave. Oh, my God. Well, pack it in, pack it out. That's mm-hmm. what I always say. Um, I've never heard that, but I agree. This is the moment where we go spelunking. Spelunking. Unking. Unking. This first message comes from Anonymous. Oh, hey. from Anonymous? The- Anonymous. Oh, Anonymous my gosh. Blues. Like the mm-hmm. Anonymous? Mm-hmm. No. Anonymous. This is politically <laughs> groundbreaking. Oh, it's just someone who didn't give their name. Okay, go ahead. Hi, Willem, Alaska, and Dr. Dipper, MD. Longtime listener, first-time caller. I couldn't resist when I heard Willem say to write in if we knew a Heather we hated. When I was a freshman in college, I found out my dad was having an affair with a woman named Heather. Oh my my sister was the one that actually first told me. But as a longtime RPDR watcher, literally since season one, the very first thought that went through my head was, who the fuck is Heather? Anyway, just thought y'all should know. I'll send you a dick if I had one, but I don't. Love the pod from Anonymous Plus. Okay. Uh, well, good to you know. know. We, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for hating Heather. Thank, Thank you for you. that. We appreciate that. Heather Hater. There's a Heather Hater and a Heather Helper. <laughs> Heather Haters Anonymous. Um, plus. There's a plus. Updo. Um, Updo. Why don't we take a look at this next message from Adrian? 
Hi, Lasky, Willie, mm. and Dippy. Um, Dippy with one P, so it's like Dippy. <laughs> um, big fan of the pod and huge word nerd. I wanted to correct a mm. bit of fake news that Ruzi QAnon has been spreading. The term drag is not an acronym for dressed as a girl from Shakespearean stage direction. That is a common misconception, but absolutely false. And no such stage direction exists. We only have records of it in print from the late 1800s on. As with most backronyms like golf or posh, if it sounds really easy to attribute a word's origins to a simple acronym, it's usually wrong. Posh does not mean port out starboard home, for example. You can Google Snopes Wikipedia most of these if you want, but did want to correct this piece of frequently repeated misinformation. Love, love, love y'all, Adrian. Wow, thank you. Uh, drag. Go fuck yourself. Oh. What privilege. Because <laughs> just because it's not written down from the 1800s on doesn't mean they didn't say it. I know a couple actors who were around back then that maybe it, they did <laughs> say it. Uh, La- Lady Bunny? <laughs> uh huh. She told me. She did it in repertoire. She was in the pajama game before they even had pajamas or games. Bianca? Um, Mm-hmm. She did stage management. She was our <laughs> understudy. Um, I don't think it's dressed Get it as together, a girl. I think it's Will. dressed. This this pentameter ain't iambic, bitch. <laughs> Billiam, Billiam. Um, I think it means dressed resembling a girl, which is even if it wasn't in there, I don't care. It makes sense, and it's and it's a good story. So just let us go with it. Well, what about the one that <laughs> is it, about the gowns dragging on the floor? Well, I don't know about that one. I don't wear gowns. I do cocktail. You know that. It's <laughs> your category. So I'm the cocktail category. Um, you can speak on the gowns if you want, but you, you wear trash. So I don't know. <laughs> um, and those are okay dragging on the floor. It's trash bags. Um, so I Read don't the care if fucking it, letter. Adrian didn't send in a dick pic or a picture of himself in a wig. So I, I hereby strip his princess points. I'm sorry, Adrian. The next message comes from Michael. Hey, Hello, William Alaska, Shakespeare, and- this gown is too long. It's dragging on the floor. What am I, drag queen? <laughs> Lady Bunny, Jeez. that's genius. I'm not going to write it down, but I'm going to say it. For hundreds of years. We- there won't be written history until the <laughs> 1800s. Uh, this next message comes from Michael. It says, hello, Alaska, Willem, and Big Dictress. Long-time listener, first-time caller, or writer. Anywho, I greatly recently enjoyed your coverage of the most infamous challenge in drag race history, the Shakespeare Challenge. And as delighted to learn in reading Alaska's new book that the role of Baud in Shakespeare's Pericles represented a sort of early point into the world of drag for you, Alaska? Because I was dragging my dress I- on the ground, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you or Willem ever had the chance to perform in any other Shakespeare plays? I'm a bit of a Bill Shakespeare nerd and studied androgyny in Shakespeare's sonnets when I was in grad school, so I remember being very disappointed by the turnout of the Shakespeare challenge, although I blame the writing for the last lack of the success. Do you think such a challenge could, should ever be revisited on Drag Race, maybe in the UK version? And if so, what play do you think they could make a little skitscat out of? My money's on a Midsummer's Night's Dream. Attached is a pick of the dick. You can even clock a little Shakespeare tribute tat on my wrist if you zoom enough. Thank you for making this pod every week. I love you, dolls. Okay, let's zoom on the left wrist, pass the dick. Oh, comedy and sh- comedy and tragedy masks. Nothing says bottom uh, like a comedy and tragedy mask. Okay, honey, well, I like this. Um, I like this dick pic because it's a full body picture with a phone thick. and a mirror. It's a dick thick pic. Uh, yes, and the bathroom looks so cute. Like, there's Ooh, a would you call this wall. pistachio or mint tile? Uh, it's pistachio. Ra- Right, yeah, like a pistachio moment. It's not a sea foam. The mm-hmm. bath mat is so cute. The towel is nice. Like mm-hmm. the whole color scheme is really working. Um, your body looks great. Um, Love and the thank tats. you. Have you ever done Shakespeare in other contexts, Willem? No, I don't even read it because it's so confusing without knowing all those words that you have to like what. So no, I haven't. Well. 
Head Over Heels, the show I'm in right now, is written yeah, sort of. Yeah, I did for that of... and I didn't get it. That's the last time I did it. <laughs> wow. 2018. It's... The writing is sort of written to be kind of Shakespearean-like. So it's like written in like, you know, kind of poetic, heightened language. Um, And it's hard. I would like to see a challenge on Drag Race where they had to read actual Shakespeare and try to make sense of it. Like maybe even a mini challenge. Well, Connor Francis does poetry. I mean, maybe Uh, maybe she could be a guest judge. Call Confrant. Call call, uh, call Miss Frantabulous. We're really yeah, we're friends. super close. Uh, hey, <laughs> you got hey. me playing Juliet over here. Uh, I'm just imagining Lady Bunny in the original opening production of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Juliet! <laughs> um, hey, this- Romeo. Where the fuck are you, fag? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> our next uh, message comes from Deborah. Uh, good day, Alaska Willem and Daddy Dipper. I write today to ask about something you both have plenty of experience with. As you may or may not know, Drag Race Season 15 is casting, and I'm planning on sending in an audition tape. Uh, I'm not sure how many times either of you auditioned for the show, but do you have a lot of big old tips on making an impression in an audition tape. I study flute performance in college right now, and I'm quite used to preparing audition tapes, but never in full goop. Let me know your thoughts. I've always been too scared to send an audition video, but it seems they'll take anyone nowadays. You shady ass ho. <laughs> By the way, Alaska, I'm in love with all of your music and had to go to the doctor the other day because I couldn't stop seeing red. Much love to you all. Attached are some pics for prying eyes only. I hope you enjoy. Deborah Credit. She's taken us on the full gender journey in these pictures. Uh, And I thank her for that. She's giving us very Amber, the very tall Glamazon uh, in the one as a boy, just blonde, bleached out, toe-headed, lanky circle. It's like Bible girl. And then she she puts on her boobs for queen huh she looks like bible girl in the in the boy pick in the first one with the old lips okay um this redheaded one she looks she's giving very drew holiday from dallas um and then there's another one where she's got she got a a willem ponytail on all we see is the back of her with this resplendent blonde curly wig i mean willem this could be your booking photo why do you think i'm mad (laughs) It couldn't be my booking photo. Her feet are clean. <laughs> That's how people tell the difference between me and Sherry Vine. Sherry Vine's feet are clean. Mine are dirty. Oh, my God. She looks great I, in all of these pictures. So yes. beautiful. So beautiful. how many times yeah. have you auditioned for Drag Race, William? Well, they just called me the one time, and then I put together a tape. And then they started sending the tape out to the girls in season five as examples of what to do. My tape and Manila's tapes were used as examples from World of Wonder. <laughs> When girls they didn't know what to do. They an example of you. Uh, uh, they always do. Um, yeah. I think Deborah Credit is a great name. I think playing really the flute name. is a great advantage. So you could do Lizzo for Snatch Game, possibly. Um, I don't think she should do Lizzo for Snatch Game. No? Colorblind casting? Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um, the Magic sh- Flute? Isn't that Shakespeare? Uh, right. Well, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah, definitely play the flute in your video. Um, show them show- this cute boy, too. Let them see this without a shirt because you know how they love a cute boy. They of a day, Pearl. That's like the new thing nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's as much about out of drag as it is in drag. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, don't Put a try- base tease in that red wig, too. Oh, Sorry for interrupting. Don't try to be what you think that they want. Just be yourself. I mean, you've got your tits out here. Just, you know, do that. Like, come like you you got to you got to be something that they haven't seen before, which is just yourself. So do that. And play the fucking flute cuz that's fierce. Mhm. Hey, and thanks for listening to Hot Goss this week. Oh, uh thank you so much, thank Deborah you. Credit. You seem like a a a very open vessel 
You're just looking at her ass pick. Um, yeah, and we want to thank. I want that our, ponytail back. <laughs> we want to say, did she sign it out on the sign out sheet? No, she did not. Um, wow. Um, special thank you to our special guest, Connor Franta. Franta. You returned that wig to me in one big dreadlock. Big dreadlock. <laughs> also, send us your questions, or if you hate a Heather, to racechaserpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Hey to Heather at uh, Roadrunner. Um, hey to Heather. <laughs> um, as always, we have bonus video content available on Patreon.com slash Willem. Yeah, but it's not new, so you got to catch up on the old stuff. We still need no, the money. There's fun um, stuff thank- out there. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Um, also, you can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcasts. And that link on Instagram at Race Chaser Pod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and a link to AAPIP.org to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. Get the vax, get the booster shot, wear a mask, wash your hands, wash your ass, stay safe and healthy. And we'll be back next week with more piping, piping, steaming, scrolling, Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs>